Good morning, Mana Christian Ohana, and happy 4th of July. Today, our hula ministry, Navahine Hili Nai Yayesu, will be dancing to a medley of Bless This Land and Hawaii Aloha. Bless This Land is a prayer to God asking Him to heal our people and bless our land. From 2 Chronicles 7:14. If my people are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Have a blessed day. Eke a kua mana lua, e hoola i ke ia aina, maiuka a ke kai, e hoo hiva hiva i nga kupuna, kahe na wai ola i nga kaha wai. Hoola i ko kākou maupoe, a alaka i a mākou, me kou hima aloha. Aloha ke a kua, e hoo maikai i ke ia aina.
e kia kua mana lua. Mahalo no ko ho'o mai ka ia mako. Na keiki a me na kupuna. Mahalo no ko ho'ola ana. Mana poe a me ka aina. Mahalo no ko aloha nui a mau. Ala ka ana. A me ahu nui a mako. Aloha nui loa. A ho'ole a mako ia oe e kia kua. Amene. Kaleo o ka mea e kalana ma ka wao na hele. E ho mākau kau o kou i ala nui no Yehova. E ho'opolo lei ho'i ma ka wao a kua. I kua mo'ono ko ka kou a kua. From Isaiah 40 verse 3. A voice of one calling in the wilderness. Prepare the way for the Lord. E ho'opolo lei in the desert. A highway for our God. E ho'opolo lei, make straight, make correct, make right. Voices call to us even now, parents, teachers, coaches, elders, and even age peers who love us and want us to do well and safely so. Voices also call, making mischief from the crowd, from random clumps of people, tempters with nothing like doing well and safely so in mind. Authoritative voices call, commanding deceits, like the Pharisees and Sadducees did in today's reading from Matthew. So, God blesses us with singular voices from ancient and distant places, from the actual wilderness, from faraway deserts, to instruct and prepare us for times to come. He blesses us with the prophet Isaiah quoted by the prophet John, known as the Baptist. And there is no mischief or deceit in their calls, urging us to ho'opololei, the way between our God and ourselves. Today, the wilderness and the desert represent the places, times, and peoples that our trials and sufferings originate from. The ho'opololei is now as it has always been, the removing of obstacles to, correction by, healing from, and communion with Keakua. Make straight, correct, and right, e nahoaha nau, e ho'opololei, and aloha nui to you. Like the dark lingers longer than the night When the shadows feel like giants Are you chasing me down? Tell me where could I run From your love, where could I hide? Precious thoughts There's no hiding from your love Highs and lows 
too good to let me go Should I dance? Should I dance on the heights? Or make my bed among the depths? Your mercy waits at every end Like you planned it from the start Should the dawn come with wings And find me far side of the sea there your hand still fastens me Ever closer to your heart Oh, high and lows Lord, you're with me the way it goes Should I rise or should I fall?
I'm surrounded either way it goes Should I rise or should I fall? You are faithful through it all Even so Lord, your mercy isn't even close You're too good to let me go Good morning, everybody. This is a Kahubili Mitchell at Mana Christian Ohana doing a recording for tomorrow, actually, for 4th of July is tomorrow. This is the third Saturday. So uh, let us pray. Father, we thank you for this time, this Keiya Manava. And we ask that you bless it for us and our families, that uh, it would not be a dreadful time, but be a time that is a blessing to all of us. This we pray. My topic today is freedom. Independence Day today is 4th of July, 1776. The 13 colonies claimed their freedom from England. And a lot of that freedom was um, kind of mixed up. Some was politicals, some was whatever, but a lot of it was uh, so that the, the colonists could worship uh, the Christ the way they wanted to, uh, instead of through the big church and the, and the government at the time. So freedom is the capacity to move away from a burden or restriction that inhibits one from doing what they desire to do with their lives. We move away, we set free. My good friend, William Wallace, Declared in the movie Braveheart, freedom! <laughs> freedom at all costs, see. Even if the circumstances around you are not perfect, even if you die, freedom is inside, it's deep. And he declared that. I watched this thing on a 97 year old Marine named Herschel Woody Williams the last living World War II Congressional Medal of Honor winner. He took out seven machine guns in the battle for Iwo Jima. He had an oath. And his oath, his oath was this, you may take my life, but you cannot take my country, and you cannot take my freedom. See, freedom is bigger than political. It's bigger, bigger than uh, physical, it's bigger than armies, freedom. It's deep inside, rooted in you, that allows like a tree that's planted in good soil to bear good fruit, to just do the best that it was intended to do by God. So, four points I have today. Number one, true freedom comes from God. Galatians 5.1 says, It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. For freedom. He set us free from sin by going to the cross at Calvary. And that's, that, that freedom sets us free from all the other freedoms. If we receive Him, He says then, Stand firm then. And do not let yourselves be burdened again by yoke of slavery. 
to other things in the world. True freedom. Revelations 3.20 says it like this. Jesus says to you and me, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him, come inside him. You see, not come in his house so much, but come inside your very being and sup with him and he with me. He'll come live your life with you, help you, guide you, teach you. That kind of freedom, freedom, freedom so deep no one can fathom. So deep, beyond our circumstances, beyond our culture, beyond the things that we think uh, we're at and angry at, and the politics and television and the news, beyond that, beyond the COVID, it gives you that confidence, that trust that God is faithful to you personally. That kind of faith, that kind of trust, that kind of freedom to live the life the rest of your days most productive for you and your family. Amen. So we can say to ourselves, like Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through Christ or through Him who gives me the manna. It gives me the strength. He helps me. He lifts me. Hapai. He's there for me. He gives me that strength to do the things I really need to do in my life. He knows that. So, point number two is, I love, I'm playing with a couple words here. And humor me. Freedom F-R-E-E -E slash D-O-M-E. Freedom, you know how they say you live in a bubble? Versus feardom. And I, I meet too many Christians even that live in the feardom. They're Christian, they go to church, but they live in the superstition dome, the theory dome. The anger dome, the worldly dome, the religion dome, the ra racist dome, insecurity dome, sick dome, pity dome, unforgiveness dome, no trust in God dome. Dome, dorong, dome, dome, dome. You want to live in God's freedom, God's freedom. You know, when the brothers went into the bubble for basketball, they went into a bubble where everything was watched, kept clean, everybody trusted each other, and they accomplished a lot. They bore a lot of fruit. Nobody got sick. If someone was sick from the outside, they couldn't come in. They were inside a free dome. God created that with His Son when He died. He created for you, even while you're still on earth, He created you a free dome for you to live in, no matter what, who don't like you, your circumstances, no matter what, your job. Freedom. 
I want to tell you about two women. One, they call her in the Bible, the Samaritan woman. And she had Pilikia in her life, just like us. She had things that were going off wrong in her life, and she was trying to put it all back together. She had a lot of husbands, never worked out. A lot of them were just not, it didn't work out. And maybe nobody's fault. And then she was so attached to her culture, she, 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 they thought that this well where they got well, the water from, was from Father Jacob, and that was sacred. But you know what happened? Maybe this has happened to you. One day, Jesus came to see her at the well. The woman at the well. And she started to look at him and say, you know, if you're anybody, how come you're asking me for some water? And he started to explain to her, he was above religion, above the thirst of the water. He was a freedom that would last forever. So she asked him this question, well, who, who are you? And he answers her, and he says, if you knew the gift of God, and who it is that asked you for a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. Puna vai ola. Bubbling up all the time. Not drink one time, a couple hours later you got to drink because you're thirsty. Jesus will give you living water. Church, if you ask him and seek him, he'll give you living water, true freedom. Not where you need guns and armies and tanks and missiles. True freedom. He said to her again, everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks the water I give them will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give them will become in them, inside them, by his spirit seed, a spring of water welling up to eternal life. And that's the meaning of salvation. You're saved by this spirit of freedom from Christ, from what he did at Calvary for you and for me. That's why we drink in communion. We drink of the blood that set us free to remember true freedom is not a war, a war of wars. True freedom was already given. Now we receive it by grace. Isn't that amazing? You don't have to fight a war, but you can be free inside no matter what people think of you, no matter what. There was another woman. For me, she was incredible. The woman with the issue of blood. She bled for 12 years, spent her finances on finding a doctor and a solution. She tried everything. See, like all of us, many of us, sometimes we just do that. We just do that. We go from here to there. And Whatever it is, and many of those things may be good, but see, she was left with an issue only God 
Only the Christ could heal. And so she hears about the Christ coming and she says, when she heard about Jesus who came, came up behind him, she came up behind him in the crowd and touched his cloak. Because she thought, if I just touch his clothes, I will be healed. Immediately, her bleeding stopped and she felt her body, in her body that she was freed, it says, the word says, freed from her suffering, Paul. So that, that's, a, that's a faith that produces that level of freedom. Amen? She had that. Psalms 43, 4 says, I sought the Lord, and he answered me. He delivered me from all my fears. That's what we can do. My brothers and my sisters, if some people live in the fear dome, you can come out and live in Christ's freedom, where instead of these things at night coming on you, you cannot sleep, anger, unforgiveness, freedom. How do I get this kind of true freedom? How do I get it? I think we ask God these questions sometimes. We hear about this freedom, but how do I get it? And the number one is, to hunger and thirst. If you really truly want it and ask God for it, He will really truly give it to you. Too many times in Hawaii where we do what is called casual Christianity instead of committed Christians, we're just casual. Like the comedian says, he goes, you know, we just wear slippers. Slip us, slip us, slip us. We dress up, pretty dress, and what we got on our feet? Slip us. The brother put on a tuxedo to go get married on a beach. What are you wearing? Slip us, casual. But that's who we are. But sometimes in being casual, we don't have a relationship deep enough with Christ so that our freedom from the things of our own lives can exist in us, can happen. God wants you to be free. I'm, I swear to God, He wants you to be free. Every negative you have in your, in your life, every one, He wants you to be free. The second thing is repetition. Repetition. You cannot do something one time, forget about it, and become a great basketball player. You do it once, forget about it, and become a great fisherman. The Olympic athletes, whether it's, um, um, what do you call that, uh, gymnastics, which I was in myself. No, that's a joke. Um, but the top ropers, I watch Zhang in them. The top ropers in the country, even here, they go... Every time there's practice, repetition, they go back out again. They get it right, the next time they get it wrong, that's how life is. Life goes up, life goes down, things happen, 
sometimes good, sometimes bad. But as you continue, and you don't give up, and you have repetition, repetition. Who know you need repetition? Don't we know right now? The Mary Monarch is on. It's one of the most unbelievable events on earth. And definitely the biggest cultural event of the Hawaiian community. Right here on the big island. It makes me want to start my halau up again. Olapa. I don't know. Paddlers need repetition. Surfers. The woman of Proverbs 31. She was so into her routine that she could laugh at tomorrow. She goes, I know the problems for tomorrow. I'm prepared. I've made mistakes. I've had the repetition and I'm good now. So she was ready for her tomorrows. Listen, you've got to do these things. Bathe in the word, Psalms, Proverbs, the church's daily reading, bathe in it. You have to bathe in it. Read it, meditate for you. It doesn't need to be long, but the best is to read something every day. The second thing is to pray in the Spirit. Pray the Lord's Prayer. You can pray that every day, and you will learn something every day with the 23rd Psalm. And your compassion will grow to intercession versus your compassion growing to pity for somebody. You will get better and better and better. The third thing of repetition is Sunday. Going to church. It cannot be one Sunday we skip tree, and then we go one Sunday, and we skip four, then we wait for Easter. It doesn't work like that. You miss something. You miss God's spirit. You miss worship. You miss people. You miss helping people. You miss encouraging people, loving people. So I end with this. Look, remember, when you live in Jesus' free dome, when you live there, because you seek him in his word, in prayer, in fellowship, this is what happens. Wherever you go, free. In prison or out, free. In your marriage, free. In your friendships, free. In your health, free. In your mind, free. In your finances, free. At your job, free. In this world, free. In this time and forevermore, free. Freedom. Amen. Uh, please. Uh... Read this prayer with me of confession. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed. By what we have done and by what we have left undone, we have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbor as ourselves. We are truly sorry and we humbly repent for the sake of your son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us that we may delight in your will and walk in your way 
through the glory of your name. Amen. While they were eating, he took bread, and when he'd given thanks, he broke it, and he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body. Epulikako. Jesus, you told the disciples to take the bread as your body, looking forward to what you would do on the cross at Calvary, the sacrifice you would make. And as we take this little wafer, this bread, we also participate in your sacrifice that we may become one with you, Jesus, just as you and the Father are one. Yes, Lord. Amen. In your name we pray. Amen. You may partake. Then he took the cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and drink, all of you. For this is the blood of the new covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. Lord, you have said, though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though they are like crimson, they shall be like wool. And now we celebrate you, for there is no condemnation Hallelujah. in Christ Jesus. And we walk in the new man. We are new creations covered by your blood. So, Lord Jesus, we thank you. We praise you that uh, for this indescribable gift that you have given us, freedom, freedom and a right relationship with you to appear before you spotless and blameless. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.
Your desire. 